It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everyone, it's Ron Johnson. This is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Hey, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, is there trouble in paradise? It's only four games in. We got that coming up next on the Ron Johnson Show. Locked On Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. And it starts now. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ron Johnson Show, and I'm your host, Ron Johnson. Today's show, I'm excited. We got Lauren Screeden, Bears reporter. She's going to give us some great stories. I mean, she is very interesting. I would just say that. Spice Adams is a friend of mine. That's his co-worker. Uh, they are inside the Bears. She is extremely interesting. You want to stick around for that one. Let's just say this girl can fall off of, like, nothing. She goes jogging. She might die. But you want to stick around for that. Also, she has a cool TikTok challenge, and she has a Mike Dicka story. Like, Mike Dicka, Dick Buckus. Like, come on now. Like, that's that's story history. But we got to start off with something a little bit more pressing in Minnesota. It's the Timberwolves. Two and two, four games in. Is there trouble in paradise? Like, Carl Anthony Towns said something that I was extremely, like, perplexed about, and I thought about it four to five to six times. I watched the interview over and over and over again. And I was trying to figure out where he was going with this. And I kind of know, and I get it. I get it, and I get it. And this is why players should never talk to the media after a loss and really, like, open up a vein. Take some time, 24 hours, the next day for the presser, the day after, then open up that vein because maybe you've had time to think about what you really want to say. But before we jump into that, because I got, I got some takes on that, I want to get Sam's thoughts. You can now find Locked On Sports Minnesota on Amazon Fire and Roku. Download the Locked On Sports Minnesota app to get all your favorite shows. Well, as I bring Sam Ekstrom into the show, Sam, this is what Carl Anthony Towns said. He was asked, uh, mm -hmm. Anthony Edwards said he ran out of gas. He said he needs to do better at being ready for back-to-backs because that these are coming. We already talked about the back-to-back -back series. I love it, um, but he, he bought it up that, hey, I need to prepare for these, which, I mean, you're a pro athlete. You should have been prepared for these. So that, in my opinion, I didn't like that take. So I get Carl Anthony Towns' frustration with that because you knew, like we knew back-to-backs were coming, so you knew back-to-backs were coming. So you prepare for that, whether it's playing, you know, multiple games and getting with the trainer and say, hey, what can I do to work on getting my body back ready for this next game? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to change my diet? Do I have to, you know, get in a hyperbaric chamber? Like, do you have to Kobe Bryant this thing and become a different animal, uh, but the same beast or same beast, different, yeah, different animal, but the same beast? Um, what do I have to do? You know, and so I, I think that's where Carl Anthony Towns, Carl Anthony Towns said, yeah, I think I can help him out with his diet. You know, I, I see you guys laughing about Popeye's and him having Popeye's chicken. I don't really like that. I don't really like that he's doing that. I, I need to help him out with his diet. I can do better there. One thing about that, I get it. I get the frustration, but you never throw a young guy under the bus like that. Sometimes say nothing. Like as the kids say, say less. Like just say less. Like just, yep. Tough night, like we didn't have it, ran out of gas, whatever. We'll be better next week or next time I have a back-to-back. -back. And then you and Carlton Towns can talk about that too. But 
I think both parties, like two wrongs don't make a right. I think both guys could have done better in that situation. Um, we saw Kirk Ferentz have an issue with his presser. We'll have to talk about that later this week, maybe. But he had an issue with his presser where he said, you know, he felt interrogated. And then he finished it off with, well, then I thought about it. Like, I have my job and I'm happy I could have this guy's job. Talk to a report. Like, that's so condescending. Yes, we know you're pissed off. Yes, you lost. Yes, your son can't score a touchdown on with his offense. But don't don't try to down talk reporters. Like, don't try to like do that. And so I think Carlton Towns, like, don't don't get mad at your teammate because the reporters are laughing at his comments. Like, just be mad about it, deal with it later, and then come back and talk to him in the locker room. Because now it's it's too easy for Anthony Edwards to look at that on Twitter because we're all seeing it on Twitter. And then you feel some type of way in the locker room. And you don't want it, the Draymond Green, uh, Jordan Poole situation where it just boils over, where you're just so pissed off about what you're – because Jordan Poole was all over social media talking about he wants his money. And he's talking about I'm going to get a pool and I'm going to name it the Jordan Poole. Funny. Um, and who can come to the Jordan Poole? Like you're invited, you're invited, you're not invited. Acting like a little spoiled kid, but, you know, trying to be funny. Um, and, and Draymond was like, dude, we're trying to win a championship, man. Like, forget your money. Like, shut up. Like, just play. And then it boiled over, became the punch that everybody saw. And now they're back to being teammates. I don't think I, – I would never be cool. I could be your teammate. Fine. You punch me, though. Like, one, I'm going to want to punch you at some point, but I, I can't really be cool with you no more, man. Like, you you literally sucker punched me like I was a dude on the street that you didn't know. We're friends. And so that's where I think Carlin e. Towns and Anthony Edwards are. It was like, man, we're friends. Like, dude, like, you, you, you're supposed to have my back. Like, you can't talk about me to the media like this. And so – I think they'll learn from this. Um, I don't think it's it's trouble in paradise yet, but I hope that they figure this out because that's what you don't want. You don't want these type of interviews because the expectations were set so high that when they're not met, all hell breaks loose. And that's what we don't want to get. But I don't know, Sam. What do you think? Yeah, I think the Popeye's comment is what pushed this over the line. That That's low-hanging fruit. It's... A, a kind of punching down a little bit, like on a, a comment that Edwards made, like he's like pool, like trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, and, and who knows whether him having his diet had anything to do with his performance. Like I know he said he didn't have energy, but they also right. had to play a game the day before and travel. Like if you say, Hey, we all got to learn how to condition ourselves and play back to backs. That's more valid, I think, and more specific than, yeah. And is having too much Popeyes. Like right. that that part I think is is what's probably condescending um from one star in the league to another. It, keep that stuff in house. You don't need to air that out. Um Carl Anthony Towns, I think, wants to be a leader and just doesn't always manifest it in the right ways. Like he sometimes he's just really emotional on the court to make it look like he's trying uh, really hard, but it actually damages the team. Or he says something in a press conference that is actually more hurtful than helpful. So he's just got to mm -hmm. calibrate the way that he's carrying himself as a leader. And I've seen the point made a few times that he's just got to put his head down and and work at his game and focus on get, get tunnel vision. Actually, you know, stop you getting influenced by the refs. The refs, you just gotta you gotta focus on you and um, don't get caught up in all this other stuff. So I I think that that cat definitely could adjust the way he uh, handled that for sure. Yeah. We say, put your head down. I thought you were going to say row. Cause I just, I was on the PJ flex show yesterday and uh, mm -hmm. that's, that's PJ's thing. Put your head down and row. And, and the more I hear it and the more he explains it, that's why I love like more time. Cause if you, if you caught row the boat in a bottle, you wouldn't really get it. But the more time you get around it, you're like, 
all right, I get it. Like, put my head down and row. Like, that's what you should have said about Carlin. He just put his head down and row. Just put your head down and go. Like, just put your oar in the water and just go and let Chris Finch lead you. He's gonna he's gonna be your coxman. He's gonna point you in the right direction. You just row. Just shut up and row. Like, don't don't do this. Don't worry. Don't look left. Don't look right. I always love the adage, the old adage um, of, of Jesus in the water with with his disciples and his followers. Focus on me. Walk off the boat. Come to me. And if you do that, you'll be able to walk on water. And as people start to look around and realize, wait a minute, I'm walking in the ocean. Like, what in the world is going on right now? And they started to sink because they lost focus and they weren't focused on the right stuff. They started focusing on distractions, the shark over here, the fish over here, the water, the waves, the the storm, uh, the fact that I'm this far away from the boat now. Like, what what's going to happen to me? And, and he's like, just trust me, man. Just come, come to me. Just walk. Don't look. Just walk. Trust me. And those that trust will make it. Those that don't will sink. And so I, I think I like that. Put your head down and just roll. Like, I love that because it's that's what you have to do. Like, it's four games in and you're already whining about somebody's diet. And so that's what I'm worried about is that this team's expectations, getting Rudy Gobert, Carly Towns, talking about Houston Rockets, talking about Spurs, you know, the Twin Towers comparisons. We He's... He definitely, because the fact that he's on Instagram and Twitter and all this stuff, he's definitely like seeing that stuff. So your expectations going into the season are high as well. Like, man, like every team that like looks like paper champions, they always do that. Like we talked about Odell Beckham going to the Rams. Oh my God, they have the best receiving core in the room and they won the Super Bowl. Um, but we talk about, you know, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, like, oh man, the Chris Bosh, like the big three, like, and then they added, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ray Allen, like on paper, this team should win it and they win it. You know, Kevin Durant with Steph Curry. And, like, when you put teams together like that, if those teams don't believe they should win, and then look what happens, though, when you put a paper champion together and it doesn't work. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Anywhere else, that's a paper champion to me. They should win. But they didn't. And what happened? Drama. Drama after drama after drama. And that's what we do not want to have here is that kind of drama where guys are at each other's throats. Guys are talking about each other. This person's not pulling his weight. D'Angelo's shooting too much. He's not passing to me. Blah, blah. Like, if they do that, they are not going to be a successful team. But I think they'll get the the good thing is it happened early. It's fixable. Uh, everybody can learn from this. And they might rip off the next six games and win. So I think that's going to be the key for this team. And that's going to be the way they they operate down the stretch. I, I think it's a solid team. It's a solid, uh, you know, organization overall. And they'll be fine. Um, but we got Lauren Screeden coming up next. This is the Hanging Around Johnson segment. I'm looking forward to her because she's an exciting person. But remember, you can check out the Minnesota Football Party on Mondays and Thursdays. Get your Vikings fixed with Arif Hassan, Luke Inman, Luke Braun, Sam Ekstrom on the Locked On Sports Minnesota. And remember, Luke Inman is exciting. Luke Braun is different. So that's the difference when you're on the football party. Make sure you don't confuse the two. But we also have a word from our sponsors. BetOnline.net, your number one source for betting, football, and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, and podcasts. I'm checking out that Vikings-Cardinals matchup every day this week. It is Vikings by three and a half. Moneyline, minus 192, over under 49. 
Vikings-Cardinals Sunday at noon. You can track that and all the other NFL lines, NBA lines at betonline.net. And they've got the other sports as well, like MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to their website today or use your mobile device. It's BetOnline. It's where the game starts. Well, it's time for the Ron Johnson segment, Hanging with Ron Johnson. And, of course, I had to go get a friend of a friend. She is the uh, insider for the Bears, Bears reporter. She's everywhere. If you check her out on TikTok, Instagram, we'll talk about that. She has some cool, unique things she likes to do. But I want to welcome Lauren Screen into the Ron Johnson Show. Lauren, first of all, I have to apologize because I always put an extra in on your name. I like I don't know why I thought it was screened in. So like that was the first thing Spice had to tell me. He's like, stop saying screened in. It's screened in. It's okay. So a lot of people do that. It's okay. It's I get it. It just lot. looks like it should have an in right in. there. <laughs> I like, know. Why are there so many it's vowels? Weird. Listen, it's a Norwegian name. My whole family's from Minnesota, so I've spent a lot of time up there. So, uh, I, I heard the Oda, the the Minnesota. I did hear that come Minnesota. out right then and there. <laughs> so, Lauren, you're you're the Bears team reporter. Um, how often do your friends like? Do your friends like ask you for tickets or like? Can you hook me up with a player because he's so cute? Or they just envy. <laughs> like the life you live being on the sideline, interviewing alumni, like like how was that around your family and friends? It's so funny because I, like I said, my dad's from Minnesota, but I grew up in Chicago. So grew up a Bears fan. And, you know, the my friends that I grew up with, we were all Bears fans. And so now it's really fun to get to have sort of this insider perspective until people want tickets and upgrades and uh you know the most popular one which thank god for cameo now because the most popular one is like can i get a shout out for my wedding from you know justin fields or can i get a happy birthday or and it's like you know i can't just go up to them in the cafeteria and be like can i get a birthday shout out but uh no you know comes with the territory uh, people know now I don't have unlimited access to tickets and things like that, but uh, I'm obviously always happy to talk about the Bears and root for the Bears. And, uh, you know, when they're away, I don't travel with the team, so I'll go and watch with my friends. And that's always, always a good time. So I still get to be a fan, too. The Spice told me this one. Your dog was your ring bearer. <laughs> he and was. And your dog also has other talents. So first... How hard was that to make sure he just knew to walk down the aisle with the ring and like not take off after a squirrel? And then there's an Instagram video. I don't know if we're going to bring it up or not, but you taught your dog to bring you a beer from the refrigerator because Spice told me that one. Like how yes. long did this video <laughs> take to shoot? Like how long did it take Chevy to figure out like get the beer, bring it to Lauren? So Chevy's, he's pretty good at it. He is a hunting dog. So I think that's where okay. he got the whole, uh, likes to retrieve things and all that. But I, I do have to give credit, part of marriage, right? Give credit where it's due. My husband taught him. Uh, okay. I actually didn't even witness the training because he had Chevy before we were together. So it was great because the dog already came trained to me. <laughs> you can just get that beer, you know? And, uh, no, it was, it took him about three or four months to teach him. It was easy for him to go and get the beer and bring it back, but shutting the fridge was the hardest part. So whoever's going to oh. teach their dog to do this next, the shutting the fridge is the difficult one. 
I don't know how many people are going to try that, but I'm pretty sure there will be a few <laughs> after this video uh, launches because the Minnesota Vikings, I don't know if you know this, but Lindsey Young, she does a whole like episode with players on the team and their pups. So we have to make sure we tag her in this one because she loves dogs and like Eric Kendricks, uh, uh, what's his name? The new guy, Chris Boyd, um, you know, Lewis Seen. Like I know a lot of those guys – have, uh, Harrison Smith, they all have dogs. And so Lindsay Young, she's the Vikings team reporter as well. And yeah. she actually has a segment called like something in Purple and Pups, I think is what it's called, or Purple Pups, oh, one cool. of the two. And yeah, so she interviews the players and their dogs and talks about them and their dogs and what they do and blah, blah. So uh, yeah, it, it's it's been very interesting because that's my only connection. I'm not an animal person. So that's really my only connection to animals is kind of watching her stories. Uh, but another fun fact, Spice just loves to throw fun facts out there. You like to jog. You like to go jogging around the city. And you show up to work with Band-Aids, so you have to wear long dresses. What is it about you just jogging and not being able to make it back to the facility? Like, he literally said, like, you get more beat up on a jog than, like, a quarterback in the pocket. Like, I, I don't understand that. So what what's going on on these jogs? Like, are you jumping over stuff? Are you parkour? Are you doing parkour? Like... What are you doing out there? I wish it was. I'm going to say that's a good idea. I'm going to start telling people that it is a parkour <laughs> situation because, you know, I am notorious for just falling on a crack in the sidewalk or a curb. You got to watch <laughs> out for curbs. They come out of nowhere. I don't know. It's because I'm just constantly looking around and I swear and my husband makes fun of me for this because we were hiking over the weekend. We were out in California hiking <laughs> and like three different times. Thank God he was in front of me because I just would trip. And he's like, you have to look where you're going. And I'm like, but I'm looking at the scenery and the, it's like, you know, squirrel. I'm just shiny. I don't know what it is. It's oh, terrible. my goodness. It's terrible. Well, I have at least... legitimate scars on my knees and... <laughs> Uh, the last couple times, uh, Chevy was running with me, and he just, like, was kind of, like, walked away as I'm, like, laying there on the pavement. Because he's like, I can't take this. This is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. <laughs> At least you're not clumsy on the sideline. I've seen your sideline reporting. You do a great job. I've Thank seen you, you interview some of the alumni, Alex Brown, Spice Adams. Uh, but you've had, like, I mean, you've, I mean, the, the, the Bears history is storied. Like, Hallis Hall, because I was with the Bears during preseason and a couple games before I got hurt a uh, long, 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 long time ago. You probably were in high school. I think it was 2005 and six because you were, you were in probably high school then. Yeah. Oh, man, that made me feel yeah. old. Um, I like to remind but, Spice of that. Like, you were born in the 80s. I was born in the 90s. All right. <laughs> 80s babies are normal, though. 90s babies, you guys are a little weird. You guys are a little different. Uh, but you, you've had some some great like alumni, Mike Dicka, whoever. Like, who, what's, what's some of your favorite alumni that you've interviewed? you know, during the game? Uh, well, it's top of mind because recently I interviewed Dick Buckus and I've had yeah, him a few huge. different times and he's one of my favorites. I mean, just to be able to talk with a true legend of the game. And the thing I love about him too, our interviews are really fun that the fans get to see, but when I'm talking to him for the 10 minutes beforehand, in the tunnel or whatever it is, uh, that's always really special because he 
he's just him. He's not going to give you some fluffy answer. He's going to keep it real with you. And I just have so much respect for him. And I think he's just so funny and was obviously so talented. And now I love following him on Twitter because um, who knew Dick Buckkiss was going to become just this Twitter <laughs> phenomenon at this point in the game. But um, he was great. And then, of course, uh, Peanut Tillman, uh, Spice recently tackled him during one of my interviews <laughs> on field with him. So that was interesting. Oh, uh, Hester was probably the loudest I've ever heard Soldier Field. So that was really cool. Uh, and then, of course, you mentioned Mike, Mike Dicka and, uh, yeah, Erlacher. I mean, when you get to talk to, to some of those legends, it's, it's pretty cool. And like I said, growing up a Bears fan now, there, there are moments where still pinch me moments where I'm like, Dick Buckus remembers my name. Like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, when you think about the legends and you think about this game and all the things, like you just said, one that stands out to me are the Bears fans. And I don't know if these are the same people or different people that dress up and did the Saturday Night Live thing, but then they recreated. Have you actually interviewed those guys before? I have not. No. Okay. No, I've gotten a chance to interview a lot of incredible Bears fans and season ticket holders. And like you said, they're all all so intense live and die with the team we got bear man i think he's in the hall of fame of fans now uh he's always there close to the tunnel he's a staple at soldier field but but no from that skit i i have not gotten a chance to to talk to them and so i gotta i gotta ask you another one because i just saw this the other day and, and the cdc actually now is starting to comment on this and you decided to do this i heard you did the one chip challenge um, and I heard it didn't go over great after the show. What happened when you got into your car? Like, <laughs> I was happy that first of all, the CDC should comment on that. And I have some comments on that. That is wrong. Why are people doing that? Why did I do it? I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. Because, because. <laughs> Spice was like, oh, this will be fun. And he had the little bandana on and like, oh, let's do it. And Shaq did it. So we should do it. And no, you shouldn't. I didn't think it. And I think a lot of people try it thinking that it can't be that bad, right? Like I got to see for myself. And it goes back to like, well, if, so if somebody jumped off a bridge, would you? And you like to think, no, you wouldn't. But when it comes to the one chip challenge, there's some peer pressure involved, and yes, I tried it. It was a few years ago, and I it was so spicy <laughs> that it was like I, you couldn't really breathe. Like the the pains in my stomach were unlike anything. And what was worse was immediately following the one chip challenge. You know, you hear if you eat something really spicy, you should drink milk. Like water yeah. makes it worse. So. Anthony gave me a smoothie thinking that that would help and it did not. So there I am. I was actually going, I remember this. I was going to my sister-in-law's wedding dress fitting and I had to pull over on the side of the road and get sick of strawberry smoothie and pepper chip because it was so disgusting. 
Oh, that's like the movie Bridesmaids. You should have just waited till you got there and just threw up right? in the front door. Like on the dress. Yeah, it's happening. Just throw up on her dress and just be like, my bad. Like that'll make the story yeah. even more like, like that could have been the perfect wedding speech story. Like it's I knew true. that wasn't the dress because Lauren threw up on it. So I had to pick threw a different dress. So <laughs> gross. And now I hear this new chip is, isn't it a different kind of chip now? It's spicier. I have not. Yeah, like people research. have to wear like There's rubber no glove. That's the thing. Like if you have to wear a rubber glove to eat something, like don't eat it. Like right. Like think about what that's doing. Oh, so bad, so bad. Is it but, my uh, yeah. turn to ask you a question yet about spice's uh, history with you? Yeah. What's what's one you have for me? And then because I got one okay. more for you before we jump into the daily three. But yeah, what you got? So. He told me that there was a time in high school that you wore oh, some Lord. shoes <laughs> that were by that look. I know you know what shoes I'm talking about. So let's tell the class because he said they were kind of like footballs, I believe. Oh, man. Yeah. So my dead grandfather, because Spice, like I have to always throw that in there so he'll stop making fun of them. My dead grandfather bought me some boots. Um, for high school. And, you know, I think they were, and that's the thing, they were good. They weren't like cheap boots. They were like Ralph Lauren or something. Cause my granddad had style. Like he always went to like, uh, back then, I think it was like Lauren Taylor's or something or Macy's or whatever. And, and, um, he went there and, you know, saw some polo or some, you know, cause he wasn't like, he was an expensive dude. And so he bought me some boots and I think they were like polo or Ralph Lauren or something. And here's the thing, today's society, I can wear them because today's fashion, you wear whatever looks good. If it has a name brand on it, Balenciaga, whatever, you can wear it. But back then, mm -hmm. we're in Detroit, we're in high school, and Spice is an absolute idiot, and he's a bully. And so, yeah, I, I throw the boots on, I'm feeling good. I'm like, okay. And they they were brown. They had the little crinkles in them of the leather. leather. It did kind of resemble a football. So as I leave class, Spice is in the hallway. He gets down in like a three-point stance and starts like yelling like ha, 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 like at my shoes and then like tries to take them from me and throw he threw one down the hallway like it was a football so now like i'm having to embarrassingly walk down the hall one with one shoe on to get my boot i literally went home before football practice took those shoes off i told my mom i'm never wearing these again and i never <laughs> wore them again because he's a he's a jerk like he is an absolute jerk like oh he he would be oh he's a jerk he made me so mad and my granddad <laughs> And bought it for me. And I'm like, I can't wear these again because he's just gonna like he's gonna make fun of me. And uh, yeah, that's that was my experience with Spice. Like that's that's why though. Like that's one of the things. I got a ton of Spice stories. Like I remember we had a sleepover. You could talk about him with this. This dude put a turban on and like a diaper type thing, and was like shirtless, like a Buddha, and sat in like Indian style. And for like a good twenty minutes, and you know he would do this to annoy you for 20 minutes, I'm trying to sleep. And he's sitting there going, Jai, I, 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 you know, like just yelling. Like, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm trying to meditate. It's like one in the morning. I'm like, Spice, go to bed. Like, dude, like I literally, like this is before cell phone. So I could just call my mom and say, take me home. And you know, his mom, his mom is like, he bullies her. So she's like, hey, look, I, I can't do nothing with him. So yeah, I had to literally deal with him for a good 20 minutes before he finally passed out and went to sleep. So yeah, so he's, that's the bully he is. Like he just, he like would scream and, and yell, like when you're trying to go to sleep and it's like, why do we keep inviting him to sleepovers? Like he's never going to do it right. Like he's never just going to go to bed. Like he can't do it. So I pray for you 
uh, because like I, I just know how he is. I know he is, and I'm I'm happy you got married because I remember the first time I met you, we had a whole swipe right, swipe left conversation because like <laughs> you were in the studio and you're talking about Spice is talking about trying to set you up on dates. He was. So oh was my like, gosh. He's like, so yeah, yeah so I'm happy for you. Got, got to find a guy, yada yada. Now he's like, when am I going to be an uncle? Can you have kids soon? I'm like, you are an uncle hey. to Chevy. <laughs> And then right, he says you treat the dog like a, like a human being. You know what, being. too? He tells his kids, I'm convinced, those kids are not allergic to dogs. Because every time they're around Chevy, and I will tell you, he, Chevy's not some hyperallergenic, whatever, fancy poop. Like, he is a yellow lab. He sheds. He sheds. And so if you're allergic to dogs, you certainly would be allergic to him. And those kids love, love Chevy. So. Hey. Spice is, Spice is a smart guy. I tell my kids the same thing. I was like, it's I think we might be allergic to dogs. I got my daughter a, <laughs> a, a, a fish that's mechanical. You put batteries in it and it swims around her little <laughs> tank. So, that's about as far as we go. Uh, there's like, a parent hack for you. Parent. Hey, that's hack. it right there. You got, you got those little toys and whatever. And so last one, before we jump into the daily three, that's three questions, three minutes each. Me and Sam and uh, Lauren are going to have some fun with that. But before we jump into that, Lauren, Instagram, TikTok, Reels. You, the, like the Bears, I think 49ers games, it was pouring rain. You had to work in the pouring rain. You get home and crack open a bottle of wine. <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> and that's one of those, like, that's one of those ones that you have to, here's a TikTok or the real, you, that like, that has to be one take. You had to nail that in one take. Because I'm pretty sure you didn't, have another, you didn't have another white t-shirt. <laughs> I did not. And I wanted to be known because... I like, listen, I, this is TJ Maxx, like that. Everyone was very upset. Like, did you ruin your clothes? Which yes, I did. But the shirt was $5 from Target and the dress was, I think, 25. So the dress was a casualty. I did buy another one because I like the dress, but no, everyone wanted to know the wine did not come out of there. If you have some sort of secret laundry detergent, you know, that you want to send me that you oh. think can get it out some other probably TikTok hack somebody's probably doing to get red wine out of things but uh no the clothes were ruined and my husband is not an instagram husband so normally when i'm like shooting things it's on a tripod because he cannot be trusted and and he he actually rose to the occasion on this because it was one take because like you could be in the most beautiful place in the world and it's like, hey, can you take a picture of me? And with Kevin, you get one shot. You get <laughs> like, there is no like, hey, let's do a couple angles here. Like, no, you get one photo. And if you blinked, bummer for you. So he understood the assignment that it was, we got to video this, but the poor guy was at, he was actually at the game so he was he was soaking wet too i'm like you just got to shoot this real fast it was a trend i don't know i'm trying to stay up on the trends TikTok, what is it i don't know yeah no i heard i gotta get my real game up but before we jump into the daily three remember locked on sports minnesota is a proud partner to care 11. check out care11.com backslash locked on for links to every one of our locked on shows and check out superior sports talks reggie wilson bring you sports every night on care 11. And make sure you check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked on NFL. Locked on's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday night football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts, Bet Online. 
Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Ron and Lauren, uh, Daily Three Time. I got to alter this first question a little bit because we got into favorite interviews in the, in the interview part, um, but I'm going to tweak it to this. You have to pick one player from your team's locker room. So for, for Lauren, it's the Bears. For Ron, it's the Vikings. You have to record a one-hour podcast with one player from the current team. Who's the most interesting? Who would you want to sit down with for one hour? Ron, we'll start with you. Ooh, well, when the clock comes up, let's get the clock up. There we go. There it is. Well, I've already done this interview with this guy, and I think it was about an hour. Justin Jefferson, like me, Justin Jefferson, Gabe Henderson, we did the show uh, for Verizon, and it was a good, I don't I think it was a good hour. That dude is interesting. One, because he loves himself. Like, I love that he loves himself. He loves basketball, so he's not afraid to like – I mean, I don't know if you, people remember, he cut Adam Thielen from his basketball team. Like, we asked him to put a team together, and he cut Adam Thielen. Like, he's just an interesting kid, uh, so I love, like, that he's not afraid to like – he'll always say, like, I was like, who's the best hooper in the room? He's like, oh, me. Come on now. You know it. I'm, I'm the best. So it's, it's Justin Jefferson because an hour with him – I think would be easy. He he can talk Marvel comics. He can talk rap music. He can talk dancing. Uh, he can talk NCAA football stuff, NIL. Like the kid is very in tune with like, I mean, he doesn't do the Instagram reels like Lauren and all that, but you know, he definitely is like in tune with everything. And so I, I, I love, I love that interview with him. Like he was fun. And we did have Cam Bynum on the show too. Uh, Cam was cool, but Justin Jefferson, like he's, he's super interesting. Another one though is Daniil Hunter. And the only reason is because all the extra stuff he does, like this dude flies drones, he drives fast cars. So I know Daniil, I've talked to Daniil before too for a while, and, you know, he's a little bit interested too. So what about you, Lauren? Okay, so I think I would have to say Kyler Gordon. Um, So I got a chance to go and do a – uh, hometown story in in his hometown outside of Seattle for our Meet the Rookies series. And Kyler has just such an interesting uh, grow up. I mean, he was a dancer for a long time. Uh, he was involved in all these different things, Kung Fu. Um, he's very into things like yoga and meditation, things like that now. Um, he just, I got a chance to go back to his training facility and actually meet his childhood dance instructor, uh, his Kung Fu instructors. He was just really a pillar of the community. And so that was a really fun story to do. And I did sit down with Kyler back here and I think the interview did probably go almost an hour because, well, number one, I like to talk to, as you can see, but, um, (laughs) he just has a super interesting past and um, we could really talk about anything. And then I'm gonna be like Ron and add one more, Equinemius St. Brown. I sat down with yes. him last week. And again, I mean, his dad was Mr. Universe. He speaks German. Enough yeah, no, said. I saw I saw that. I saw that with the, his dad's pictures. I'm like, man, like how many girlfriends did he lose when they saw his dad's pictures? Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and watch inside the bears this week for spices impression of those poses of mr universe <laughs> he talks about and i quote being 
oiled up. So <laughs> check that out. That's a heck of a know. tease. Yeah, second question. Not going to check that out. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough image. Um, I I got to ask you both. You're covering teams with first-year coaches. So it's Kevin O'Connell for the Vikings. It's Matt Aberflus for the Bears. Um, what is the, the favorite thing that you've observed that coach bring to the organization, whether it's behind the scenes, culturally, or on the field, X's and O's? We'll start with you, Ron. Uh, well, we had Adam Thielen on the show, and I liked what Adam Thielen said. And so it's kind of behind the scenes, but, I mean, we put it out there so people know. He's a connector. Like, he loves to come talk to the players. Um, and, again, it's not bashing a former coach. It's more just saying it's different. Like, this coach likes to sit down with us. This coach likes to come talk to us. And then we saw it on display during a game when Kirk Cousins, uh, he didn't curse. He fricked Justin Jefferson or something. Who knows who he was He was mad at. But he got mad at somebody. And, and after Kirk Cousins got mad, normally he would sit on the bench, grab the uh, tablet like Aaron Rodgers, and throw it and whatever. Well, Kevin O'Connell, because he's not the defensive coordinator, he comes over and he talks to Kirk, gets the receivers over there. The story's written. He goes out. They have a great drive. They win the game. So stuff like that. Like, I like the fact that he's willing to, like, be a counselor, you know, talk to – and he is closer to their age, so he probably gets it. He did play quarterback, so he gets that. But he's able to be a counselor to these players. Uh, I think we forget sometimes that just because we're gladiators, we still need sometimes, like, that person to calm us down – uh, and, and, you know, because you don't have your mom or your dad or your wife on the sideline to do it. So you need somebody. And I think that's the key. Like you see coaches and quarterbacks all the time uh, getting into it. But I love that Kevin O'Connell has a way to do it to get Kirk back calm. Yeah, so I think uh, for Matt Eberflus, we've heard it all along. It's the hits principle that it all comes back to that and that was the foundation that he laid when he got here and i think foundation is something that is so important um he's just been able to sort of you know instill it's it's always a new culture when a new coach comes in but i think he just keeps it his foundation is back to the basics and he's all about technique. So we saw, you know, after the commander's game, obviously everyone was really frustrated after that. So what they do, they took the mini buy and, and focused on technique. That was something that they, that they really hit hard with more individual drills and all that. And then we saw how it paid off Monday night and it looked like, you know, two totally different teams. And so I think that he has this ability to not get too highs in the highs or too lows in the lows, which I love and I think is super important. And that is clearly translated to the locker room, um, which has been really cool. You might have the Bears in second place before long. They're tied with the Packers right now at three and four. I've got one more question in the daily three. If you scored a touchdown in today's NFL, and let's say that there were no penalty flags, you could do whatever you wanted to in celebration. What are you going to do to celebrate your touchdown? Ron Johnson, let's hear from you. I'm really interested in what Lauren's going to do, but I, I mean, I would do, of course, the gritty. Um, uh, people have seen me do that on TV now for the Vikings game day live show, so I've done it. Uh, I, I'm pretty good at it. 
Uh, Justin Jefferson actually did say I was decent at the gritty. So I take that with, uh, 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 I'm happy about that. Courtney Cronin, Bears reporter. She tried it. Hers wasn't as good. Hers looked like she was jazzercising. Um, cause Justin taught her how to do it on TV. It's like she was doing a jazzercise workout or something, but, um, uh, I'd say I do the gritty. And then the other one that I would bring back, I mean, people are doing it, but we actually have it. I got to get that framed. Uh, I think we're playing Jacksonville. Uh, myself, Brandon Stokely, Todd Heap, and I forgot who else was in the picture with us, but one of us scored, and then we did the whole, like, team celebration, and I think Stokely, like, slid across and, like, did the, like, taking the picture, kind of like the Baker Mayfield did, um, and a reporter or a camera guy from one of the newspapers actually caught a perfect shot of it, and it was, like, on the front page of the paper after we beat Jacksonville. So I would still do – I loved, though, like, I loved the team celebrations because they were, like, choreographed, and we talked about them, like – we had one guy on our team do the uh, the the Hancock, like the jump over celebration. It was actually former Bear. It was Marcus Robinson. Uh, he had four touchdowns against the Seahawks, and I told him, "I was like, dude, next touch if you get your fourth touchdown, I was like, dude, you got to do the uh, the Hancock Superman." And a funny story about that: Travis Taylor was trying to celebrate with him and didn't realize what he was about to do, and Travis like jumped, and Marcus got down to do the like Superman start, and Travis like flew over him and almost hurt himself. So. But we we did like the choreographed celebrations. I love those. What you got, Lauren? I'm interested in yours because spice. That does make dance, me nervous so. when they get really into these celebrations. I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Like the slip and slide game. See, that I would have, that would probably be my my I would have thrived with the slip and slide. But <laughs> other than that, that's such a cop-out because I would literally be the person who like crosses my arms like this and like <laughs> looks into the camera because I have you guys, when I say no rhythm, I mean zero zilch, nada, no rhythm whatsoever. My biggest fear <laughs> would be dancing in public. So I would just go with a standard arm cross. I was about to say, you're just not going to see me up there doing the gritty. Like, and I would like to say it's because, hey, I'm, you know, I'm in the NFL. I'm all serious about football and not flashy and sure you could go with those things but also it's because i just can't dance and have an absolute fear of dancing in public actually yes you brought up this video here if you see me dancing in public it's probably time to cut off the wine i'll leave it at that <laughs> so you didn't dance at your own wedding like you happened. didn't dance you just did the two-step at your did, wedding or what like probably middle school style like See, that's got to be a bet between you and Spice. Like, something's got to come up where if you lose, when the music comes on and you're on the sideline, you really just have to bust a move so you end up on the Jumbotron. Like, that's got to be he a bet. He tries all the time to, like, point. do something, and then he'll, like, pass it to me. And I'm like, okay, let's go to commercial. <laughs> Bad. Oh, I didn't even have rhythm Lord. as a kid. Like, I was in, like, ballet as a child, and my parents were like, oh, my God. <laughs> They didn't even want to come to your recitals. That's Lauren yeah. Screeden. That's I've Sam Max. I've just Maxwell really Johnson. all out there today. All my embarrassing things. But this is I love so it, fun. though. I love it. I love it. Spice we told me, it. like, this morning, and, like, it, you did not disappoint. Like, I love the embarrassingness. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> he did <laughs> tell me that he's never, he's never lost. No. You've, you've never beat him in. Oh, he's lying. He's lying. Stratego. He's lying. He's yeah. I've never lost to him in anything. The 49ers, Ravens, <laughs> Penn State, Minnesota, uh, Bears, oh. 
Oh yeah, never. I've never lost to him ever. He's never beat me college, high school, NFL, like Monopoly, Uno, Stratego. Yeah, he makes that up. He tries you know, to say he, he beat me. To me in a, he lost to me in a bet once and he has yet, it's been, we're going on like three years and he has yet to pay up. What is he supposed to do? Because I have to bring that up next time he's on. He's supposed to. So it was Penn State, Indiana. Indiana somehow won. <laughs> and if the bet was if Penn State won, I was going to have to babysit his kids. Now, they were a little bit younger at the time, too. So, like, four kids, that's, you know, <laughs> that was going to be a handful. But if he... If Penn State lost, he had to go to Montana because I love going to Montana and he says he will never set foot in that state. And so that was the bet. And we shook on it. And he has yet, every time I go out there, I tell him all these places to stay, things to do, all that. And he claims that one day he's going to make good on his bet. But I don't know if I believe him. I don't believe him either, but I don't feel like there's anything to do in Montana besides drink wine, like, and go hiking. Like, what else? Is that it? Just hiking and drink? No, he can go, well, he, get we killed know he by a black bear. He can go, he can, we'll send him downhill on some skis. There's great skiing out there. Yeah, no, that sounds dangerous and deadly. But I want to thank Lauren Screedin for joining me. Screedin, sorry, no in. Screedin for joining me on the Ron Johnson Show. That's Sam Maxwell. I'm Ron Johnson. That's Matt DeBritz behind the scenes. We want to thank you guys. Please like, share, comment. Let us know what you think about Lauren's TikToks and Instagram videos. Like, were they good? Were they bad? Should she dance more? Is it time for her to do the gritty next time? I think that should be. If, if the Bears lose to the Vikings, I think she should gritty and, and tag Justin Jefferson. Like, that would be awesome to Ooh. just see it, see her attempt it. Um, Justin Jefferson loves a good gritty, by the way. So we see Mike Gisecki, Penn State alum. He tried it. It was horrible. Lauren, you can't be any it worse. Can't than be him. worse than Gisecki's. You can't be worse than Gisecki. Uh, well, we might find out. So, <laughs> but like, care, shop, and let us know. And remember, if you want endless Vikings talk, make sure you subscribe to Lock On Locked On Sports Minnesota on YouTube, where you can find all our videos, instant podcasts after every game, and the Vikings press conferences delivering all the biggest news. Like our videos and leave your comments in the section below. Thank you and have a great day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.